My name is Katarzyna Antonina, and this is the Feeling Path Illuminated. Dearest friend, today I'd like to begin by reading to you from a very wonderful book written by the late Mazuru Emoto, the author of The Hidden Messages of Water. This is his third book, and it's called Love Thyself, The Message from Water, 3. To love yourself is to love and thank all of existence. I'm going to turn now to the beginning here, just to the introduction where Dr. Emoto talks from his own personal point of view. And he says, About two years ago, my first grandchild was born. Naturally, he's an endearing and lovable child. Pardon me for using my private pictures of him throughout the book. One day I thought, what state will the world be in when the children my grandson's age become adults? I realized that we just can't leave things the way they are now. Thus, for the release of this third volume in my series, The Message from Water, I decided to choose as a theme what the world most urgently needs at present. Prayer. This is, of course, what's needed to eliminate war and terrorism throughout the world. When I thought about it more deeply, I realized that prayer is most effectively sent when each person raises their energy of love by imagining a scene in which the people of the world are living in peace. I've learned this through the process of asking water many questions. For this reason, I've selected Love Thyself as the title for this book. First, you must shine your positive, high-spirited vibrations full of love. In order to do that, I think it's essential to love yourself, to be able to thank yourself and to respect yourself. When you do so, each of these vibrations will be sent out into the cosmos, and the great symphony of that harmonic vibration will unfold our planet with waves, such as those that cherish your heaven-granted life. Oh, that was beautiful. Now I'd like to turn to page 42. And here Dr. Emoto takes pictures of the number 666, 369, and then a combination of both. So I will also post pictures for you to see because I know it's really interesting. So I will add, make sure I add the pictures of what you're seeing here, of what we're talking about, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, by the number 666, the picture shows a rather attractive circle of crystals, of ice crystals. And here's what Dr. Emoto said. We show the number 666, which appears in the Bible's book of Revelation as the number of the beast, quote-unquote, to a sample of water. In general, it created only dirty crystals. However, I dare to select this photo to publish because I think that depending on the way you look at it, there's something attractive about it, just as it said that evil can be glamorous. Now, Let's move on to the number 369. And here the crystal 
the picture of the crystal is actually quite beautiful. It looks like a snowflake, a perfectly formed snowflake. Everything is very, very regular. And there's a, there's a light image at the center of that crystal. The number 369 is regarded as the opposite of 666. Subtracting 369 from 666 in each column makes 6 minus 3 equals 3, 6 minus 6 equals 0, and 6 minus 9 equals negative 3. These totals, when added together, make 0 which is symbolic of the annihilation of evil phenomena. Some people say that the Japanese Buddha of the future, the Miroku Bostu, is derived from this number, Miroku, sounds similar to 369 in Japanese. Also, by the way, as a side note here, it also sounds a lot like Miracle. Mi Roku, so M-I-R-O-K-U. You can sound that out for yourself. But as upon sounding, it sounds a lot like miracle. Indeed, as you can see, the crystal is very beautiful. And in the center, you can see the face like that of Deikoku, God of Fortune. Now, Here's something really interesting. Here, Dr. Emoto puts those two numbers together in the water crystal, forming what looks like a beautiful dual crystal joined right at the center. And here he says, When we showed both 666 and 369 to a sample of water at the same time, the result was a beautiful twin-shaped formation. It may be possible that the Miroku Bosatu, Japanese Buddha of the future, legend is correct. This is good news for people who have been fearful of the number 666. So ultimately, and now we're going to just circle here for a moment. So let's take a breath. And just for a moment, we're going to take this down to really practical matters. Because although what Dr. Emoto said here is so wonderful and so beautiful, and, and actually makes really it makes sense, it, it's actually water telling us that there's an antidote to evil, there's an antidote to negativity, that in fact it can be completely eliminated. And if that's the case, if we no longer have to keep choosing anger as one of those of those, those, those things on the menu, then it actually means we're finally free of it. And I couldn't even help myself. I went right from that feeling of evil to right down pigeonhole down to anger. And you know, I thought I'd say fear, but I went right to anger. Anger. Because anger ultimately is the destroyer of all things. And there's something about anger you might not realize. Anger is very alluring. And alluring means that it pulls you in, it entices you. In a way, it attracts you, it allures you, it lures you in, it catches you. And convinces you that in fact it is appropriate, needed, justified and right. And yet everything that comes out of anger destroys, breaks down, ends. 
Consider for a moment a relationship. Consider what anger can do when you let that anger just vent and fly and you let yourself go. Have, have you ever found yourself in a state where anger created something good for you? Or were you always found on the other side of anger, shameful and sad? And in a way, if not trying to make amends, at least trying to avoid it. So I have a sense here that what Dr. Emoto is trying to give us give us cause and rise to is that what we are feeling on the inside is so important and that ultimately we have to love ourselves purely and completely as challenging as that actually might be in real life in real time as you're facing the the ins and outs of life the ups and downs and here you must also accept that there is an up and a down and that you will always be either on the rise or on the down but it's how do you move and suffer through that in fact are you still suffering on the down or can you just call it peaceful can you call it still can you call it contemplative can you call it taking a break can you call it relaxed or do you have to go right down to those negative emotions of frustration that things aren't working wanting to push it move it move it faster you see there's a huge difference in your frequency and overall vibration as from your moment to moment approach to life And so now let's take it back to anger. So how does this all fit together? Well, it looks like this. You have a moment with your partner, your your spouse, your, your parent, your child. It doesn't matter who the important person is, a friend. But someone in that moment that is meaningful to you, and for some reason you feel like you have to get something across to them. And in that moment, for whatever reason, You allow anger to lure you in. And it says to you very quickly and internally, it says, fight, 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 fight. Fight for what's right. Fight for what you believe is good, but just fight. And in that moment, you give in to it. And in that moment, you are systematically destroying the very essence of the work you've been putting in. Now, I'm going to pause here for a moment and again, do a little kind of caveat, a little quote-unquote or put it in brackets for yourself I we understand that sometimes and many times through the anger you have resolved things you've said things you finally let things out but what you're seeing as a positive this time actuality could have been different and better for you because you could have let it out much earlier you could have said it when it didn't hurt so bad you would have talked about it and been brave and and resolved your own feelings around it before it got so big It didn't have to get so big inside you that you had to, in that moment, fight. But you did. And then anger is the part of you that justifies it and says, and it's okay. And there's the allure. There's that pull-you-in faction, that pull-you-in part of it that says, it's right to fight in this moment because you're standing up for yourself. You're coming up from your less-than-ness. Your point of view is right. The unfortunate thing is everyone feels that way during the battle. And so ultimately there's no resolve there and only hurt and pain in a world that we can't leave with a good heart to our children. Because in this fight to fight world, we are not neighbor with neighbor, we are neighbor against neighbor. We are not seeing the friend in someone else. We are seeing the potential enemy, the potential threat. 
and we are such powerful creators we will push that out of someone we will puppet them into that so again we know that as our conversation progresses and as you keep moving forward as we keep moving forward as the whole thing keeps moving forward in some ways it might feel like the like the order before you the sort of like the like the okay because remember when we talked about this before and I hope you do recall some of these other parts that in fact this is a choice thing and you are at the menu you're at the restaurant of life so to speak and you are getting to choose what you want to feel what you want to experience and the the order now is can you make that choice faster can it be purer can you decide to come out of anger and into love way 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 quicker or do you still need to hold on to whatever you're holding on to and you see we have to break down the reasons of why we're holding on to it and one of the bigger reasons the one that you may not be aware of and this is why today we're talking about this is the allure of the anger the pull in the pulling part of it as it convinces you from the inside out that it is appropriate at that time and the fact that you should be angry but only your own slow dissolving of the beautiful things you've been working towards is at the other end of that kind of statement and for the longest time we had written on our fridge it said you can be right or you can be happy always choose happy and i'm recognizing it in myself the the pull in the allure of that anger because there is so much going on the collective whole that anger is right there for the for the reaching you don't have to reach far to get angry right now you don't have to do very much to get triggered you don't have to you don't have to do very much at all but you do have to give yourself just a little bit of leeway you do have to give yourself a little bit of permission you have to in some way move towards the enticement and in a way become swoon and sort of give yourself over to it and that is your choice as swift or as natural or as it as as sort of yeah this is the way i'm supposed to act you know it is in that moment so let's take a deep breath because i know even in my body this topic is creating so much tension and we can't help it it's it's affecting all of us anger is toxic a few moments of anger is enough to to kill a small creature but i don't want to keep testing that and hurting myself in the process just to find out that it's true. So tap on the side of your hand. And remember we do this because it works and I like to call it the Dorothy effect. At some point you realize you've always had the power within you to let these things go. You just needed a way. Tap on the side of your hand and repeat with me. Even though I still give in to the temptation of anger, even to my own demise i deeply and completely love and accept myself even though i am still moved by anger i can forgive myself for that even though i still blame others for my anger 
and that's just part of how I justify it. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And I release that now. On your forehead. I now release myself. From justifying my anger. At the top of your head. I now release myself from the allure of getting angry at the back of your head I now release my subconscious mind from all the ways I create anger to feel more powerful over your ears now you're doing amazing I now release my younger self from all those times I saw the people I loved use anger to gain control. At the corner of your eyes, I now release myself from all the anger I've seen that makes me so angry now. Underneath your nose, I now release myself from all the anger I've felt and spoken that makes me such an angry person sometimes and makes me so angry now. On your chin. I now release myself and I release my physical body from all the ways I give in to anger your collarbones I now release myself from my habit and my addiction to getting angry and on your heart I now release myself and I release my physical body all the way from my my head to my heart right down to my toes from all my reasons for getting angry. Now on your heart, I am peaceful. I am loving. I am compassionate. I am open. I am learning. I am powerful because I am gentle and wonderful things are happening. Take a deep breath in and let it out. so precisely that 
you're going to find you're running into less and less negative experiences all the time. It's just this stage you're going through as you refine some very important parts and you start to take accountability and full responsibility of what you bring to the table. You know, we never said this was going to be easy, but we also know it doesn't have to be as hard as it is. Continue self-applying the tools that work for you. Tap and release yourself. It is the simplest pathway. It is one eventually you'll find your way back to because it doesn't matter which path you take. You're always going to be led to the most reliable solution. And so you're kind of ahead of yourself. You're here now. You're already doing it, even though you don't quite understand how it works. And it doesn't matter. You don't actually need to know how it works in order to make it go. You don't need to understand how the car gets put together in order to drive it. And yet, every day, you actually do begin to know more and more of what's going on inside you. And that is actually part of the adventure, part of the, the fun, the game of life is that you get to figure out the sweet details along the way as you decide exactly from the menu of life what you would like to sample and participate in and really what you'd like to feel and be as a result. So remember that each emotional state has its own principles and its own qualities that once you're in that state you must abide it's like taking a character stepping into it and actually becoming it so anger first must call you in it allures you it lures you in it makes itself seem desirable it literally says i am so great i'm so much stronger than sadness Woo! come here you're gonna like this a lot because you've been feeling so bad and you've been blocking that feeling as deeply as you can and, and so you really just want to feel angry now because you're actually so angry at yourself for not listening to your own inner guidance about the things you know are important to you so this is all coming because you've been beating yourself up and you see that's a, a function and a part of the, the whole thing of, it, of anger is that Every time you let yourself vent because you've been feeling so bad, you let yourself vent, you start to feel bad about the fact that you let yourself vent and you hurt the people you love and you're actually destroying the things you love because you can feel them and then you come back into that circle of self-hatred and loathing. So please, let go of that self-doubt. Tell yourself, lesson learned, well done, pat on the back, I'm doing great, amazing. You mean this is the way I figure it out? Okay, great. And you mean I don't have to keep suffering? I could keep learning from better and better experiences? You mean this could get better? You mean all I have to do is keep reaching for calm more and more steadily? And in that calm, I'll find everything else? You mean that's all I've really ever had to do? And even in there, I'll figure out my dreams and my passions and who I am and what I want to do, but I just have to calm down and no longer beat myself up and not be so hard on myself you mean what that once I start doing that I'll actually stop being so angry with other people and I'll stop blaming them for everything that's happening to me you mean it still is up to me yes it's kind of hard to initially step into it but yes because you're the one driving it 
and it's your true emotions, not the ones you're showing everyone else, but it's your true emotions that are guiding the whole thing, the, the whole thing. Yet, and remember this, you are so guided by that part of you who has far surpassed everything else and it's ahead of you in time and it knows all the different twists and turns of your story and it's here with you, that higher self, that that present God self, that's within you. It's within you. It's, it's what guides you. It's the voice that whispers, but it's the one that leads you to the better things. And remember, it doesn't mean that you're always going to get yeses from this inner guidance. Sometimes your no's are also part of that guidance. And a no is as important as a yes. They're both valid. They're both necessary. Sometimes the no's keep you away from things that are dangerous, that are not for you. And that is part of the guidance. So listen to your yeses. Listen to your no's. Love both. Respect both. It is the green light, red light game. That's all. There's nothing personal about it. And it's that higher you, the one who knows the outcome you actually want. Because remember, you set some dreams into motion earlier in life. You really did. And for as best as you can, you're just trying to match up to those dreams you initially set for yourself. And maybe it's just time that you go back just a little bit and remember what made you passionate back then. What really guided you? What really made you spark up? And what made you shine so bright that others could see you? And then just start doing that. Give yourself permission to finally do what you love to do. No more holding yourself back and then being angry and then putting that anger out into your world and blaming it because it doesn't look like the way you want it to, even though it actually is reflecting everything you believe about yourself, top to bottom. So, with all that being said, and I love you so much, and I couldn't even help myself today. There's just so much that I want to tell you. There's so much we want to talk about with you. My hope soon is that soon Danny and I will both be here with you more and more often together, working side by side, because that's when we're best. When we are side by side and you've got that double perspective where you can see both sides of things and we would encourage you to keep seeing things from many different perspectives ask yourself a lot of questions do a lot of tapping be very very honest with yourself when you're doing your tapping sequences really dive in there be honest about the emotions like really feel it feel it if it's dirty if it's messy if the words aren't pretty that's okay that's your safe space to say that and that's something I just want to mention is that a lot of a lot of us, and I, I know you've felt this sometimes too, we're afraid to say things real because we're afraid that if we say them out loud real, oh, oh, we're going to create that because that's what we've been told, okay? And in some way, yeah, that's, that's true. The more you talk about something, the more you reminisce about something, the more you, you know, back and circle over and over and over on the same topic, especially when it's negative, yeah, it's going to definitely generate some force. But here is the magic, the miracle of tapping and release is that within the the safety net of those words you are in fact safe to say and to feel whatever it is you need to feel you are safe to feel and in that moment of being very authentic and genuine with those emotions you truly let it go I, I 
call it again, it's the Dorothy effect where you finally realize that you've had the power within you. And But for you, it's not even a red pair of shoes. Dear friend, it's just words given at the right time, in the right place, with the right feeling, which means in right time, with you present. And you finally let yourself go. And as Dr. Yamoto so beautifully put it in his book, we create a wave when you do so each of these vibrations will be sent out into the cosmos and the great symphony of that harmonic vibration will unfold our planet with waves such as those that cherish your heaven granted light I do believe that our dear friend is talking about a wave of love. We love you. You are more than anger.